Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Natalie Kalea. Entrepreneur Natalie Kalea is the Chief Operating Officer of Pound Wishes, a crowdfunding platform for animal welfare nonprofits. Pound Wishes serves over 800 rescues and shelters across the country with a donor base of over 90,000. Natalie is a graduate of Stanford Graduate School of Business. Natalie, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be on it. Well, this is an, an excellent and very interesting project, and fundraising is near and dear to my heart, as many folks know. But I'd uh, like to first find out, like, how did you get started and interested in Pound Wishes, as well as sort of your passion for animal welfare fundraising? Yeah, so I loved animals all my life, and but my I went to business school and. As I was going through the program, I thought, you know, what do I really want to do in the next chapter of my life? And I thought, I want to do something for good. And I've always loved animals, always had a passion to to save them. I've had a, a dream of having a, a sanctuary at some point. So, um, so I thought it was just a perfect fit. And I thought, you know, I could really utilize my business skills and put them to work for good. So when you're talking about your business skills, when you were at Stanford, did you study a specific area of business or sort of just covered it all? And then you sort of got into the software technology side of things that sort of piqued your interest? Yeah, well, Stanford has a generalist program. So it's it's very broad in terms of general management skills or uh, management strategy. But between my first and second years, I did a um, a really impactful sort of internship that really motivated and encouraged MBAs to do good. And how can we create an environment of impact in business? Yeah, so sort of in that role about ethics in business. And, and I know that's become really popular in talking about business. Obviously, if you read the Wall Street Journal on a regular basis, there's lots of questions about ethics out there in business. And um, so did you ever have pets growing up or did you work at a volunteer at a shelter or, you know, what led you in that direction of other than just saying uh, animals? Did you feel like animals were an underfunded sort of segment of the population? Yeah, absolutely. So I volunteered with Best Friends for a very long time in Los Angeles. And, and of course, Best Friends is one of the bigger organizations now, but there were certainly rescues that were around that, that I saw really needed really needed funding. You know, I would see women mainly who were founders of rescues who would take in, you know, four, five, ten dogs and cats and, you know, they would go into debt. And so, you know, I saw that early on. And so, you know, years now later, as I've been working with Pound Wishes, you know, it's it's something that we're, we directly kind of help impact. And when did Pound Wishes uh, open its doors? Uh, so Pound Wishes was started about two and a half years ago. And it's actually an interesting story. So Pound Wishes was started, the, the, the inspiration for the company was started by a little girl. And she was two. And when she was two, she 
was diagnosed with leukemia and went through, had to go through chemotherapy. And at a certain point in time, the Make-A-Wish Foundation granted her a wish, um, which was being a princess for a day. And that really stuck with her. And she was also kind of an animal lover. And so, um, so a few years later, when she was five, she asked for, for a puppy. And her parents, you know, when, when she was starting to go into remission, took her to a shelter. And she was very disenchanted with sort of the environment. And there were so many dogs in need. And she looked at her dad and said, is there a make a wish for dogs? And he said, and he said, no. Um, and so then years later, when she was 12, she started pound wishes with her dad and it has evolved into this crowdfunding platform for animals in need. But she was the initial inspiration. Oh, that's a great story. That's wonderful. And, um, it's, it's true. I mean, being part of an organization that started out with very little resources and very little money. There was a lot, so many times where we had an injured cat, you know, hit by car, um, very ill, sick, you know, needed a lot of diagnostic testing, older cats that needed fluids and, um, or depressed cats. I mean, you name it. And of course, then there's like the bottle babies and all of that side of things. And it's just seemed like almost every week we had like this emergency situation that we weren't properly budgeted for. And as you said, you end up, people end up pulling out their credit cards and seeing what they can do. And I know it's even gotten to the point where people have taken, you know, money from the assets in their houses to be able to cover those credit cards. And it's just this vicious cycle just continues and continues and continues. Um, we were talking a little bit before uh, we started the recording about how my experience in working with some of the community cat grants groups, which have done a phenomenal job, don't even have experience in doing a crowdfunding campaign. So maybe let's start with some of the basics. What exactly is a crowdfunding campaign? And then how does Pound Wishes uh, work to help facilitate raising funds for animals? Yeah. So a crowdfunding platform really just allows people to create a campaign. So there's a page where you're able to tell your story. You have pictures, um, along with video and we host that campaign and people, supporters, animal lovers can go onto your page and basically contribute to, to your need. And so, you know, we get a lot of animals in need who need surgery, they need medication, but we also support transport campaigns. You know, if you're trying to, tra we, we did a, a big transport campaign to, um, you know, get animals out of, uh, out of Harvey to other states to safety, but essentially a crowdfunding platform allows you to garner support from your from your supporters but also from supporters worldwide. And then if a group utilizes this, is it based on their own personal exposure or is there some more exposure that the Pound Wishes site also offers? Yeah, so the way that it works for us, so we we say that we're very similar to a GoFundMe, but we're a GoFundMe for animals, but the difference is is that we are way more hands-on um, in terms of the campaign creation. We, we try to help our rescues optimize their campaigns because we understand that, you know, rescue founders and volunteers are really busy. They may not have a marketing background. They may not have a, a writing background. And that's okay because we can help them craft um, a campaign that, that is effective. And then on the other side, 
if you go on GoFundMe, for example, you create the campaign, you market to your network, you share on your Facebook, etc. On our campaign, you do all those things, but we also share to our community of over 90,000 um, animal lovers. Um, we also share on our Facebook, on our Instagram. And collectively, we have, um, I think, over 50,000 kind of social media followers as well. So we really try to do our part to, to help our rescues because that's our mission. Now, is there a fee associated with posting up on your website? So there's no fee, just like GoFundMe doesn't have like a, an upfront fee. We take a percentage of funds raised um, and that helps us kind of keep our doors open. So we take a 10%, which 3% goes to credit cards. Um, and it's very similar to GoFundMe. GoFundMe takes an effective rate of 8%. And, and we think that that extra 2% is very fair, considering that we put in many hours of just helping creating the campaign. So one of the challenges that I was faced with over all the years of doing fundraising is that being in charge of a cat-only group, I can't tell you how many times I heard raising money for dogs is just so much easier, mm. so much easier. You know, you get the dogs, and if you get a puppy, you know, my you know, word, you're going to get money right away if you put a puppy up there. What are your thoughts with regards to uh, running a campaign for, for cat cat or kitten versus the dogs? Do you, do you see any trends one way or the other? Yeah, you know, I would say, honestly, there are just more dogs on our platform in general. Um, but that being said, we have so many really compelling cat campaigns that get funded. And I would say it's really more about the quality of your content and your story, how you're framing the story, the pictures, the video. I think at the end of the day, it just needs to, or you just need to share why it's important that this cat needs this operation or this medication, et cetera. It's really just about the emotional pull. And I think that, you know, if you can tap into the authentic truth of this, of what's going on with this cat, then I think those campaigns have done extremely well on our platform. Thank you for listening to the Community Cats podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats. Let's make helping cats in your community easier. Join me and over 10 exceptional leaders for the first ever online cat conference. This virtual conference will be held January 26th through 28th, 2018, and will feature speakers like Brian Cordes of Neighborhood Cats, Hannah Shaw, the Kitten Lady, Katie Lisnick of the Humane Society of the United States, Nell Thompson from Getting to Zero in Australia, and many, many more. This is an affordable opportunity to learn from nationally and internationally known leaders in the field of community cat management and care. To find out more details, please go to www.communitycatspodcast.com and sign up today to register. Fees go up on December 1st. Let's make helping cats easier in your community. I'm sort of scanning through here, looking at your your site, and you have campaigns you have one, it looks like, for a, a lamb, maybe, and you also have one for a dog park. So it doesn't look like it's just specific to a surgery. There's some latitude there as to what sort of projects you put up there. Yes, absolutely. So um, like I said, we did a transport campaign. We've done TNR campaigns. We've done a nonprofit who you know trains dogs for veterans. So for us, our mission is 
we want to save animals. We want to help animals. We want to better the lives of animals around the world. And so there are many ways that that can happen. And so anything that can support that mission, we're willing to consider. And you even have a membership? What what it happens as a member? So our we do have a Wishpack membership. It's a monthly subscription. So we have a foundation called the Pound Wishes Foundation. And what happens is every week we do a weekly wish, which we pick an urgent need case and we highlight that urgent need case and we push it. We create a, a a newsletter specifically for it. And we also give this weekly wish a grant directly. So that grant comes from the Pound Wishes Foundation. And so as a Wish Pack member, you're contributing to the Pound Wishes Foundation, which gives the grants. But as a member, we have community events, we have our, our kind of well, community events, but also we have our annual Giving Tuesday um, event that's coming up in November where um, we auction off Super Bowl tickets and and vacations, et cetera. So our community is um, invited to all of those events. So you have a nonprofit component as well as a for-profit component? Yes, that's right. Oh, okay. So that you yourself are doing fundraising on your own? Yes, specifically for, for grants, yes. Right, right, right. And looking ahead and forward, do you, does Pound Wishes have any specific target goals or growth goals? Is this a platform that's only available in the United States or is this internationally available? Yeah, that's a great question in terms of our goals. You know, we're, this is something that we're talking about right now for, for the next year. Right now, we have over 800 rescues and shelters on our platform. We'd love to multiply that by three. We are just starting to expand into other countries. So Canada, Europe, you know, England, for example, Australia. And so we're sort of just dipping our toes into, into those areas, but we are mainly in the U.S. right now. And then in terms of expansion, what we're actually in the works on right now is right now a rescue can create a campaign, a can, can create a fundraiser. But what we'd like to do is enable rescues to also fulfill their product needs. So they only not only need money, but they need products. They need cat food, dog food, medication, beds, blankets, etc. And so um, we're expanding into kind of an e-commerce registry. So think of us as like a, like, a, like a wedding or baby registry, but for animals and for rescue. And so this allows the donor to have transparency when they are, when they are looking to support your campaign. So now as a donor, I can not only contribute you know, $50 to this cat surgery, but now I can also buy her a bed. So sort of taking the lead from many organizations have an Amazon wish list. So sort of having that, but yet specializing it even more. Yes. And having it just be a one-stop shop. We want to be a one-stop shop for rescues so that we can, they can do what they do. They can continue the work that they do without having to, you know, worry about the fundraising so much without having to worry about how they're going to get the medications and the beds and, and all the products that they that they need to buy. So we want to be a solution for them. So you're thinking almost a separate section for actually supplying the shelters with supplies too. Yeah. So it would be twofold. Um, and of course, we're still in the midst of, of designing and developing all of this. But the idea is that you could have a product registry for an individual animal, but 
the rescue itself could also have a product registry for, I imagine they need, they need cleaning supplies, right? They need all of that stuff. So, um, which is separate from the individual animal. Mm, That's interesting. Yeah. And then even if you sort of, I'm just sort of trying to think about it in another way too, there's another capability to think about, which is a lot of organizations have their own t-shirts that they sell and that kind of stuff. So there's even fulfillment on that end is very overbearing. I'll put it that way. It's, you know, I've done so many cat calendars and I've sold so many t-shirts that I could talk about it forever and ever and ever. Not to say that's a bad thing because it meant we were making money, but you know, it's nice. It would be nice not to be the one you know, filling those orders all the time. So, you know, if, if you could, you could make money, even if you partnered or linked in with some other organizations in some way that offered those services, that makes you that central hub for, for that. So that's very, very cool. Really interesting. Um, and I do think I want to congratulate your site designer because the website is actually, is, is very gorgeous and very visually appealing. Oh, thank you. And I think so many of the times I sort of go back to the small rescue group or the small trap new to return group. That's just so busy out there trying to trap as many cats and get as many kittens in as possible. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I want to stress is they should not be afraid to try and start with this program. And by having a website that's easy to use, easy to understand, a platform and registration process that's easy, you've got a big little chat thing going on in the corner of your website. So it looks like somebody is there able to chat with you if you have any any need for help. Um, and you know, many of these people work crazy hours trying to trap that cat at 11 o'clock at night. And they do so much work. And when I'm asleep, it's absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, if you can take it, sounds like it probably doesn't take more than 15 minutes to set something up. It's well worth it. No, absolutely. And I can't stress enough that our team really is invested in in helping rescues. I mean, we're all of us who, who work at Pound Wishes, we're all mission aligned. We all love animals and we want to, we want animals to survive their, their challenges. Um, and we see a lot of that. And so, um, I think the hardest thing about working at pound wishes has been seeing kind of firsthand and every day, how much need there is, but we're all invested. And so I would reiterate, and I'm glad you, you said to encourage rescues to it's, it is easy. It's easy. And we make it easier. That's fantastic. Do you have any sort of last tips um, for a successful page, for creating a successful page? You touched upon a few things earlier, but I think it would be good to to revisit that topic again. Just in your mind, what makes a great fundraising page? Yeah, so I think first and foremost, pictures that are um, clean. You, there's so many times when, you know, you, I know everyone's in a rush and you're just taking as many pictures as you can, but really compelling pictures that show, you know, the animal's face, the animal's body and really communicating what it is that where the need is. And then also video is really, really important. Um, I mean, we do have fundraisers that get funded without video, but it is really important. <laughs> I can't stress that enough because it gives sort of a personality of the animal, but also, you know, if you're a founder of the rescue, you're the one ta- or the volunteer who's taking the animal in. You're, you almost act as an ambassador to that animal and, and explaining what is wrong and, and why they need, why they need help. And then I would say, um, in terms of the story, I would say just a few tips in terms of keeping it 
keep it compelling but succinct. So sometimes in it, on the on the first draft, sometimes they're way too short. There's just not enough information. And then on the other end, it's just way too long with like you know hundreds of details. And you know people online just don't have huge attention spans. And so we found that kind of the sweet spot is three short paragraphs. Tell us what's wrong right at the beginning, and then give us detail on and like context um, afterwards. So those would be sort of my top three tips. That's great. So if folks are interested in finding out more about Pound Wishes, or if they'd like to reach out to you, is there any contact information you can share with us today? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go directly to poundwishes.com, and that's P-O-U-N-D-W-I-S-H-E-S.com. And if you're in the West Coast, you can ask for Bridget. If you're in the Midwest, you can ask for Vanessa. And if you're in the East Coast, you can ask for Veronica. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? No, just if you're a donor, if you're an animal lover who wants to support animals, there are thousands of campaigns on Pound Wishes that you can support and you know exactly where your money is going and who you're supporting. Um, and we also do updates and, and I would invite you to look at our success stories, um, which is always really cool from before and after it's, it's always really inspiring. And if you're a rescue, I would say, come join us. Um, let us help you. That's great. Natalie's. thank you so much for joining me today. And I really hope we'll have you on in the future. Oh, thank you. And as we look forward to 2018, it's great to have an opportunity to learn about new fundraising tools. This looks so easy peasy. I just, it's a, it seems like it's a no brainer to me. So I really hope everybody will check out poundwishes.com and integrate it in your fundraising plans for 2018. And I'd like to wish everybody a happy new year. Thanks. The Community Cats podcast will soon be a year old with over 200 episodes profiling amazing people who are all making a difference in the lives of community cats. If you would like to support the show but not be a sponsor, feel free to contribute to our efforts by going to www.communitycatspodcast.com and follow the donate link. Help us to continue to provide excellent programming. 